Here are the words of John 18, verses 33 through 37. So Pilate entered his headquarters again and called Jesus and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you say this of your own accord? Or did others say it to you about me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Your own nation and the chief priest have delivered you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting that I might not be delivered over to the Jews. But my kingdom is not from the world. Then Pilate said to him, So you are a king. Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this purpose I was born, and for this purpose I have come come into the world, to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. My sermon this morning is titled, A Celebrity-Driven Society. A Celebrity-Driven Society. And the question I hope to answer this morning, or hope to give you some insight, is are we, are you listening to Jesus' voice? Are you, am I, are we listening to Jesus' voice? You know that old conversation about hearing and listening? You can hear, but you may not be listening. Parents say that often. But there's a story of a naturalist who was walking a friend through a busy street of a great city. Stopped suddenly and asked, Do you hear the cricket? Remember, it's a busy street. Lots of noise. Do you hear the cricket? And his friend said, Of course not, and laughed. You can never hear a cricket with all this roar of traffic. But I hear the cricket, said the naturalist. And turning over a stone, he uncovered the insect. And his friend said, did you actually hear the cricket chirping above the noise of the street? And the naturalist said, certainly. I spend my time listening to nature, whether I'm in the forest, the field, or the town. Everyone hears what he listens for. Taking a coin from his pocket, He dropped it on the pavement and each passerby put his hand in his pocket to see if he was the one who had dropped it. They were listening for coins. What a lesson. If we're listening for the truth, for that which is stimulating, elevating, inspiring, we will hear it. Even above the noise and bustle of this busy world, above the din of lies, tattling and gossip, some commonly heard by many, And if our ears are attuned to a scandal, backbiting and false reports, we'll hear that too. 
regardless of how loudly the principles of love, justice, and truth may be proclaimed in our direction. As I said, I named the title A Celebrity-Driven Society. The reason being is we find it so easy to listen to the celebrities of this world. We find it so easy. And it's been said that they play a greater and greater role in our modern culture and and consumption patterns. They lead us, you know, they lead us into the... Um, the buying, you know, you look at you look at your your apps like Instagram and whatnot, and you find people that their whole whole they they sell their image to influence. They're called influencers, and they sell their image in order to influence the market. And whatever they're peddling gets they get a little bit of it. But the thing is, is that it's the it's the most hollow part of our culture. That's celebrity-driven culture. These people create themselves and make themselves out of celebrity when all they have to offer is their image. All they have to offer is that two-dimensional existence. And we listen to them and buy their makeup and buy their high-energy drinks. And after a while, we have no idea what's good for us. This isn't new. This isn't new. For Pilate treated Jesus as a celebrity of sorts. This this dialogue between the two is one of my favorite dialogues in the New Testament. Pilate and Jesus talking to each other. Because Pilate's not talking down to Jesus. If you notice in the words, Pilate is not talking down to Jesus. Pilate's talking to Jesus as an equal. And he's talking to Jesus as if Jesus has something to say. He's spending time carrying on a conversation rather than just sweeping them away. We think, historians think, that Pilate was, might have been actually fascinated with Jesus because he, he generated so much influence, as I just said, out on the streets. He really had nothing to offer. He was just a little rabbi running around in the streets. But every once in a while, he did those things that turned people's heads. He healed a blind man. He gave another person the ear to hear. He could heal sores. But what disturbed him even more so, he could speak with authority. When he healed somebody, he didn't go, in the name of, he just said, heal. He was a curiosity to people like Pilate. And Pilate had a high expectation of him. We have high expectations of those people we celebrate. We do. And when they don't meet our expectations, we turn on them. We turn on them. You see it in the news every week. Somebody stumbles. And the press jumps on them with both feet. I don't care what side of the aisle they are. I don't care where they stand religiously. It's like a celebrity just stumble. When they don't meet our expectations, we turn on them. We love them until they take a tumble, wrote Barbara Essex in Feasting on the Gospels. When Jesus did not roll into Jerusalem as the Jews expected, 
The people rejected him automatically. So this new, what we think is this new world of celebrity-driven society, it was back then too. The Jews and Pilate were challenged to see Jesus as God's anointed one. What they didn't realize is this anointed one, unlike, unlike the kings who are anointed with oil, this anointed one came in under the radar. When Jesus tumbled, the people rejected him. And I say, it's because it's much easier to ignore what he says when we diminish his divinity. When we make Jesus less than what he was and what he is, then it's easy to turn the ear another place. Well, that's just Jesus talking. That's just Scripture. It's 2,000 years old. What does it have to say for me? Are you? Am I? Are we listening to Jesus? Are we reading the Scripture? Are we listening to the Scripture? Or do we only listen when Jesus says something that affirms our crackpot theology? There are so many people parading around in our culture that use Christ and Christianity as their justification for a lot of bad deeds. There was a man some years ago, he, was a, he was belonged to the Outlaws Motorcycle Club. His name was Sam Childers. He was in the news. because he, he turned his life around. He's now a missionary in Sudan. But he was one of the leaders of the Outlaws and he got... He got punished for it. But in his role as the leader of the outlaws, he harmed a lot of people. He hurt a lot of people. And he said this, he goes, as much wrong as I did in life and as many people as I hurt, I can say that God never stopped talking to me. I just stopped listening. I just stopped listening. So how many of us are like that? Have we stopped listening to Jesus? Because Jesus won't say something that makes us feel good about ourselves. Today's church, today's church is all about affirmation. That's not what Jesus intended. Jesus did not come to this earth to make us feel good about ourselves. No. Jesus came to this earth to save every one of us. Who are you listening to? You listening to Jesus? You listening to one of those influencers on Instagram? Looking at this crowd, probably not, but there may be. Hmm. I like the story of the naturalist. Walking through the busy street. That's the way my life feels like. Except it's not a street. It's a busy crowd of people. And I'm listening. And sometime I may tell you, that's God. That's God. Let us pray. Let us pray. Dear Lord, Pilate, the Jews, and so many people now had such a high expectation of Jesus Christ and have come to diminish Him 
in our culture. But Lord, You are who You are. You are the great I Am. And for us, as we go out from this room, as we gather around this table and then go out into this world, let us be aware of who we might be listening to. Help us have those ears to hear. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.